Sit down in your coziest chair and pour yourself a LaCroix into an ice-cold glass. Let's go on a voyage. Cook Bristol Bashtabunch is certainly the best paid, highest respected, and most talented employee of the prison at the end of the world. And yet, he is currently one of the least happy. A highly particular man, he oversees not just the prison kitchens that serve as the four floors of the most secure and intense prison in existence, but also the six different fine dining restaurants of the bed and breakfast at the end of the world, which sits in a large glass dome on the tip top of the very prison. Bristol is currently overseeing 36 different elementals, mostly water and fire, who tend to the dishes and the foods and the cooking. There's a couple of mortal races there too, a few humans, a greasy goblin, and most recently, a highborn elf. It's been sad. The life of a high cook means there's no time for, well, cooking anymore. But one job he always keeps for himself, perhaps one of the most important the job of cooking the meal of Chief Weather Wizard Morcus Mint, who flies his balloon off the edge of the world and a short ways out to look out for any stray meteor showers and use his magic to avert them. Every day, he sends his star elemental, a sparkling toucan, with a constellation shining through his translucent skin where a skeleton should be, each day to come pick up the day's meals. But today, the toucan has not arrived. The toucan has never not arrived. And the delicious meal, which Bristol had prepared, perhaps the only meal he will cook at all that day, is going cold. As he sits over the cold food, he can't help but be incredibly glum. The elf, who's passing through, looks like he's trying to break into the storeroom that nobody's used in years. As if trying to brighten his own day, Bristol offers the storeroom keys to the elf, as well as the cold food. At least someone should get to taste it. He is, after all, Bristol bashed a bunch. And he is the best played, highest respected, most talented employee of the prison at the end of the world. As the elf walks into the storeroom, the elf being, of course, our own Avalon Veristinia. Searching for a spare corner where his new gang can meet up in secret, outside of the prying eyes of the cafeteria, he can hardly believe his luck. The spare kitchen room is secure, unvisited, has beautiful views of the eternal waterfall crashing endlessly over the triangle's edge, and has a myriad of nooks, corners, and cozy cushions perfect for planning and plotting. And they will need to do it, because in order to gain the protection of their chosen prison gang, they will need to steal the handbag of the warden's daughter herself. I am Ben Schiffler, and I am your dungeon master. So much to react to. Six fancy prisons? <laughs> no, restaurants. Six restaurants. fine dining restaurants? M- Morcus yeah. Mint? <laughs> yeah. 
amazing. <laughs> that was such a good oh. intro. And, so, and yes. it's what it bashed a bunch. Br- bashed Bird's a bunch. Nest. Bristol bashed a bunch. Bristol. Oh, of the bashed a bunch family. Bashed a bunch. Yeah. How God did damn. they get their name? Well, great time. They were they bashed, bashed a bunch. A bunch. <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought they were like bashed a bunch by other people, like bullied yes, as kids no, on for the sure. yard. That is very accurate. They are oh, a bullied really? family. Oh, it oh was boy. a bash. It was the monster yeah. bash. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> oh, so yes, all five of you are. Uh, oh well, all four of you except for Avalon. Um, the four of you are all inside this storeroom, which you have uh, renovated a little bit. You've stuck all of your uh, supplies that you got back from the uh, uh, the artsy boys um they gave you back your stuff at the end of the last session and this is the space where you can keep them if you kept them in your cells the the guards would certainly notice and confiscate them from you again but this spot seems like it's relatively un uh watched by the guards and uh and the four of you are in here so that's where we'll, we'll do the intro well and avalon you're outside currently finishing up cafeteria so that that's your intro is it Not worth truly. explaining what our objects are that we have in this room Sure. You so yeah. I think uh, if you want to do some of like your objects in your little I- intro vignette, that would be perfect. In terms of the stuff that's available to you, it's just a lot of like cozy couches, a lot of old cookware. Uh, and, what a cozy uh, little storeroom this is. Yeah, it's it's a nice little storeroom. There's a, a <laughs> nice little lantern hanging from the center of the ceiling. Well, gosh, uh, no, I just want to no live fire here. In here. But yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> uh, how soundproof is this room? Uh, quite. Uh, oh it's no way. Like, all of the walls are covered in like a lot of old cooking material that keeps it pretty hard to get out into the main uh, kitchen. What, okay, I'm what block is the storeroom in? Uh, good question. The block, uh, so the blocks are all on the uh, two like wings. So the, the the prison is laid out like there's one central tower that sits at the very edge of this triangle um, that is the planet, uh, and then there's two like long. Uh, rectangular buildings that extend on the left and right sides of the triangle back to the uh, uh, towards the triangle the the cafeteria is on the third floor of the tower um, the blocks are all in the rectangular buildings that's where the prisoners actually stay um, so the third floor of the tower uh, is where the cafeteria is as well as the kitchens which extend kind of a couple floors up and down from you where you are to serve both the bed and breakfast and the prison floors one through uh, four so it's cool. like a V-shaped building? Yes, it's a V-shaped building. Cool. Are there dumb waiters? Oh, there's definitely dumb waiters, and there's some smart ones too. Oh, okay. Smart waiters. Yeah, we gotta ride one of those. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> okay, uh, I'm in this storeroom playing my guitar that I'm reunited with. Uh, yes. So I have a guitar. It's an acoustic one. I've carved runes onto the front of it that look like... Um, kind of geometric lines uh, connecting in various ways. They're actually uh, uh, weather symbols uh, that in this universe, I'm, I'm thinking that weather symbols just follow actual meteorology symbols that we use on maps to mark uh, what 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 the weather is like there. So I've, I've written uh, clear weather symbols on this guitar in order to keep it waterproof from when I take it outside. So I'm playing my guitar and I'm... Uh, sitting on a couch and I'm kind of really in my own headspace because it's been a while since I've had it so I'm just like strumming it and uh tapping my foot a little bit uh, but I'm trying to be a little quiet um I'm Ishmael Overcast I'm an elf sorcerer and I'm played by Emma but my nickname is Scotty I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> so confusing 
<laughs> when people ask you what the forecast is, is it like the same amount of annoying tall people get when people ask them like what's the weather like up there? <laughs> no, because it's my job. I think. Okay. When I when I ask you what the forecast is, I'm just gonna say what the fork. What the fork? Oh, good. Only I need you to put your arms up when you do it. Like, what the fork? What the fork? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Why don't you take it away, Nick? Um, Why don't we do somebody else? I'm thinking about my character. Okay. I'll go. Okay. Excellent. Okay. I've um, found some some old burlap sacks that I've strung up between a couple beams, and I'm uh, swinging in a little hammock that reminds me of the way the waves would rock my rowboat to and fro as I floated across the shallows leading my herd of sea cows back home. Amazing. (laughs) This was years ago, but I remember each of them, each of those giant beasts, as if they were my own children. I'm also picking grease out of, from underneath my fingernails. (laughs) I am Virgil. Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I got the grease under my fingernails from uh, scrubbing a cast iron pot. Oh, classic. Nice. Which I have um, added to my inventory. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> yes. Are you That's carrying it around all the time? <laughs> yes. Are you, it must weigh like 30 pounds. That's a heavy no, ass No, man, they're like, they're like eight or nine pounds. It's I'm going to Sam Gamgee. I'm going to Sam Gamgee somebody with it. Is it like, Amazing. Is it like, how big is it? Smaller than a salad bowl? It's a nine inch. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's not like large enough that you can cut holes in it and use it as a helmet. I don't know how it cut holes in a cast iron pot. I was going to ask that, Connor. How do you do have magic? A cast iron We're in D and D world, Ben. You can do <laughs> anything magic. with magic. It's cast iron. Mm-hmm. I'll the use whole my. Point uh, is that it's hard to cut? I'm going to use my angle grinder to uh, <laughs> cut. <laughs> There's an angle grinder. Yeah, right. right. Fourth level spell. <laughs> Anyway, this is my intro, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am Virgil Badwater, and I'm played by Jake Schiffler. Look me up on Google. <laughs> Can't look you up on Google Plus, though. That just went down. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Thank God. Yeah, it did. me on Google Plus. No one yeah. uses it. Well, yep. pretty is soon, it getting literally, shut down? no one is using it. It, it will yeah. in May. They sent out an email about it, like, yesterday, I think. Oh, so much will change about the world. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next person. Avalyn, why don't you go? Oh, okay. I was waiting because I'm outside. But okay. Yeah, so I'm uh, currently finishing up serving breakfast uh, to these inmates. Uh, the breakfast itself, uh, because the, uh, the quality of food produced by the kitchens varies greatly uh, between the cafeteria and the fine dining restaurants, um, most of what's on offer today is... Uh, supposedly eggs uh just like scrambled eggs but they're like definitely a lightish gray color i kind of and love that the sign does say supposedly eggs mm-hmm. as like the yes. meal for the day what if, absolutely does it just say um, eggs but it's like in quotes <laughs> with a question yes. mark eggs. and uh and just like last time with the gruel uh there are uh only there, there are only a couple options for how you eat them. You can have hot, supposedly <laughs> eggs, or you can have cold, <laughs> supposedly eggs. And Wait, is it supposedly them, cold eggs or cold, supposedly eggs? Cold, supposedly eggs. It's definitely and cold. You can guarantee that one. Yeah, <laughs> neither of these options is a good one. 
Um, and I know it, and the inmates know it. Uh, so I'm just trying to serve them as fast as possible before they, I don't know, blame me for this and try and kill me. Is there no middling, supposedly, eggs? Not today, no. <laughs> as I'm going, I'm daydreaming about uh, the little setup that I have back in the storeroom, which is that I found a number of knife sharpeners uh and um, I sort of lined them up end to end so that I could use them uh, for my greatsword. Uh, and I am excited oh, to nice. be using that again. So I am wishing desperately to get back there as fast as I can. And I am Avalen Veristinia, a uh, high elf uh, barbarian, and I'm played by Connor Benyon. And you can definitely not look me up on Google Plus. <laughs> Slam dunk. Oh, bummer. Take that. Take him down a peg. You, so, Avalyn, you also know that uh, y- you're able to bring back food to the people in the to your friends in the uh, in the room. Uh, you also are able to bring them because of your exclusive privileges food from the bed and breakfast, but you do have to pay money for it. Um, uh, so, uh, so you'll have to like get cash from the the people in the room to see if they want like the nice food. Otherwise, you can bring them back some hot, cold, or hot. Do eggs. we still have our food effects from the last adventure? No. So food effects okay. basically they're. They're metagaming magic. They only last one adventure. Okay. They don't last time. Yeah, they last one session. Are there still licorice sticks around? No, you stole all of those. <laughs> oh, I did do that. Okay, so um, I'm just like lazing around the storeroom. I, when we first got there, had like rummaged through everything. And I found oh, a Sweet, tin. make me an investigation check. Oh, god dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing I checks into your intros. Rolls. Man, everyone else found stuff. They didn't have to make checks. All right. Yeah, because we were specific. <laughs> I was going to get there. I was going to be like, I found a thing. Yeah. I found 10,000 gold and the key to the front door of the prison. Okay, I got a, I got a 12. Oh, nice. Yeah. As you were looking around, in addition to finding whatever you were looking for, um, you also got uh, two nice kitchen knives that look like they'd work just like daggers. Um, So you can add two daggers to your inventory, as well as you find uh, 2d6 gold pieces just kind of scuttled around the floorboards. So you can roll 2d6 and get that many gold pieces. Okay. Okay. So the thing I was, I wasn't looking for, I just came across it. It was like tucked away in a dusty corner, but it's like a the fantasy version of an Altoids tin filled with like the scratched out pieces of um, the the holographic uh, fish scales from the, the the rainbow fish book. What? So someone someone oh, had gone yeah. into the rainbow oh, fish book yeah, and scratched out from... every single fish scale and put them in this Altoids tin. It's wow. just paper, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's but I'm beautiful. Like, I'm like, okay, I just take it. I don't know. Someone Hell else yeah. is going to come back for it. <laughs> Amazing. Are, uh, cool. are Fantasy Altoids like the brand name? Is that canon now? Yeah, there's <laughs> always like yeah, there's like a <laughs> subtitle Fantasy, fantasy before Altoids. It. That's yeah. actually magical. If you take a Fantasy Altoid, your wildest dreams come true. At Let's a avoid price. calling them Faltoids. You, you become curiously strong. <laughs> but uh, I'm Roan Ridley. I'm a human bard, and I'm played by Shing. That's me. All right, I'm uh, currently sitting on laying across the very comfy couch fashioning a blowgun out of the materials around me um 
mostly I'm tearing apart a book <laughs> that uh, talks about the history of the city of Goldenport. Oh, cool. And I'm, uh, I'm just pulling off splinters of wood from, from my various surroundings to fashion as blowgun darts. Okay, so how do you make the blowgun part of the blowgun out of kitchen supplies? Because I am out very of interested. Kitchen supplies? No, I made the blowgun part out of a book. I took the hardcover and rolled it. What? Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, wait. What? I'm not sure if this is a blowgun or if you're like blowing things through a straw. Well, it's not that different. Um, make I'm using make what I have roll. available. You're going to make like... me a crafting check on this one. You're going to make one kitchen? of those. Yeah, does this kitchen have plastic pipes? We're, you're going to make me a survival plastic? or an investigation check, your choice, and to craft this, this blow dart contraption. Yeah, I'll make you a survival. Survival to roll up a hardcover book? Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's 20... hard survival skills. Pick me a better skill, Shank. 26. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say 26? I said 26. That's a good looking blowgun partner. Wow. <laughs> you roll up that book like you've done it before, which I pr- guess you probably have, because why else would you think to turn a hardcover book into a blow dart? Oh <laughs> Wait, is, is a blowgun a type of explosive? Because I hear he can make explosives out of anything. We That's just saw it in action. That's true. Folks. Uh, yeah, it's a rocket propelled blowgun. <laughs> That's not true. No, it's not. It's a regular blowgun. It's not canon. It's, it's literally canon. the. It's. I've had to do it before. Fashion a blowgun out of something dumb. So I. I don't intend to keep this forever. For sure. Well, it totally works as as per book, like a normal blowgun with a twenty six. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Well, the blowgun does one point of damage, so I figure you can pretty much fashion it out of anything. <laughs> well, you can. Yeah, you certainly can, can Flaxen. <laughs> One of my many skills. Uh, so yeah, I'm Flaxen Roan, the half orc rogue, and I'm played by Nick. Excellent. So yeah, so uh, at this point, Papa uh, Avalyn, your uh, work is like wrapped up all the people in the cafeteria have their food uh the water elementals are coming over to start picking up dishes uh and you can see that the uh the chef has uh which whose name bristol uh bristol is sitting at the at like a the cook table inside with the island table in the center and he's got a bunch of dishes laid out that uh folks on staff can purchase with gold if they want to um okay um, well, I suppose I'll go back and ask w- if people want any of the special stuff. Yeah, what's our food options um, with the special stuff? Oh, thank you. Thank you for asking. Uh, so, Avalyn, you can see that there are three main dishes that are laid out other than, of course, the eggs. Um, there is, from one of the restaurants up on the bed and breakfast floor, uh, roasted carrots and olive oil with pecorino grated cheese, pepper, and lemon zest. Uh, it looks like that only costs two gold pieces, but it'll give you plus two on all perception and uh, insight checks over the course of this adventure. Uh-huh. There is a snifter of raspberry yogurt with dark chocolate flakes and grated hazelnuts. Um, it looks like that'll give you plus six temporary hit points, and it costs four gold. I want that. And I have six there... H- HP. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. 
And it looks like the last one is uh, a bowl of steel-cut granola, fresh honey off of the honeycomb, a plump strawberry, and rich uh, harvested cream that'll give you plus one to your armor class, and it costs six gold pieces. I have a, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do the eggs give any concrete, like, benefit? Uh, they definitely give starving? you negative uh, two to mouthfeel. The eggs can be used as concrete. So the eggs don't do anything? It's just the cave <laughs> no, stuff No, the today? eggs don't do anything. That's, that's okay. the base. So the, I have well, a, they, they keep you from starving, so that's important. For sure. I, I have a question. When we got mm-hmm. our stuff back from the the earth elemental, do we also get our gold back as well? Yes. Mondo Stones gave you all the gold that you had on you when you got thrown into prison, which would be whatever you Sweet. had when you started. I, this kid cool. had no gold. My, yeah, my, I got my village doesn't use the common currency. Oh. What oh. do you use instead? Electrum? Yeah, yeah, we all use Electrum. <laughs> exclusively. Sorry to dunk on you, D&D 5th edition, but Electrum is the stupidest thing ever invented by a human on this good green earth. Oh, poor whoever what, invented Electrum. Is an Electrum half a gold piece? It's no. five. Why have all of them be 10, 10, 10, and then Electrum is, it's literally five silvers. So it's half a gold. Why do that? It's a hay penny. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a hay gold. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's like a silver half dollar, but Ugh. Electrum. So does anyone else, does, does anyone have gold other than myself? Oh, I have a bunch of gold. Oh, I yeah. have two Electrum. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have Can 17 gold. Can some sugar daddy buy me a chocolate thing? Yeah, I'll get you some sweet cheeks. Oh, thanks, babe. I don't say that in character. Ooh, I, I, me neither. I, I'll have some sweet but cheeks. But tell me well. what you say in character, because I do want to see how that happens. Um, yeah, sure. If we're if we're told our food options, I'll just like mm-hmm. look up from my guitar, uh, kind of look around blankly, and say, uh, "Does anyone have money for the chocolate thing? I have six health." <laughs> yeah, I'll get you that. Oh, thanks. So are the thanks, other ones the free? Is that the but deal, or do me? they all cost money? Uh, right. The eggs are free. But they don't do anything? I'll have the Oops. eggs. Yeah, they keep you from starving. So two eggs, one chocolate, anyone else? Oh, I'm going to get a chocolate thing for myself, so I am uber tanky. Who wants to buy this guy a chocolate thing? Actually, I want the carrots. Um, so... I, I set my guitar down on the couch or against the wall or something, and I stand up and I brush my scrubs off, and I say, all right, I have an idea. My sister's here. What? She's up, she's up in the bed and breakfast. Your sister is rich enough to be in the bed and breakfast. Yeah. So, we got a woman on the outside. I mean, I don't know if she'd help, but surely I could find some way to... I don't know. Do you have any other ideas? Well, we would need to communicate with her first. Yeah, surely there's, like, places where I can sit on one side of a glass panel and she can sit on the other side and we can talk, right? Pick up a telephone. Don't prisons have that? Yeah. Yeah, don't we get a lot of phone calls? On the the first floor, there's three sets of docks. There's one in the central tower and one on each of the the two wings. The central tower is how people from the B&B come in. There's like a visitor's room there that, yeah, you can uh, sit and meet. It's not like there's a a big glass wall, um, but it's kind of like a there's a couple of beefy elementals that'll keep you from doing anything fancy. Or alternatively, Avalyn, you have access to the bed and breakfast, right? Uh, with a, uh, assuming that my duties change a little bit, I could ask. 
So, I mean, we could, like, try to stealth our way into the office and steal this, this pouch, which might ultimately be what we have to do, but maybe my sister could also barter a trade. I don't know. What do we need her pouch for again? Do you guys remember? Is there something inside? Yeah, I was inside? just about to ask that. <clears throat> it was for the I Earth think we're elemental. returning it to we, the elemental. Yeah, we, we were told to give it back to the giant stone face table were we told why like what's inside it or what he needs it for so mondo stones uh gave you the mission to get her pouch uh and said that if you gave it to him he would uh give you the protections of his gang and make sure that none of the other gangs uh messed you guys up but we don't know why he wants the pouch correct well then i don't know if i can get my sister to obtain the pouch because we don't know what's in the pouch he also has Whoa. all her fertilizer and is currently multiplying that as we speak for her escape. True. What does fertilizer mean for escape? It it's used for making explosives. Yeah. Is that just common knowledge? Fertilizer makes explosives? Yes. It's nitrates. Yeah. So it's the same sort of thing that you would make rocket fuel and gunpowder and shit like that out of. Oh, I never knew that. Except, mm-hmm. you know, magic fertilizer, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. So magic explosives. Right. Magic nitrates. Uh, well, um, nitrates. before we uh, move on into what the plan is exactly, I do want to ask a question uh, of everyone, which is um, how badly are we willing to hurt this child if, if she catches us? So I don't know about you guys, but I just saw her like take... The, magically like take the skeleton and separate it from the flesh of my roommate like you know a little while ago i'm i'm okay with doing whatever Ugh. that's pretty bad i don't i don't i don't, I don't think don't. we're dealing with a normal child so, i don't truck with hurting kids that what's is a truck? what i was afraid of what's a truck um <laughs> so no, we, we have could, trucks where i'm from we could break into our office Indeed, I've, but if I've she's there... I've done that there, once before. I think God it'd be, damn, these carrots are good. <laughs> it'd be useful to find out from your sister if there's any sort of event going on. Maybe we could blend in and take it from her when she's distracted or out oh, of like a rounds. party heist. Classic. Yeah. Out of jail. <laughs> yeah. I do sense that it's something she keeps on her at any time that she's awake. Oh, she doesn't so leave it somewhere? I highly doubt it if it's Wouldn't this important. Pants would fall down. So then it's we not need to a like. Belt. What is it's it? Definitely a bag. <laughs> it's like a fanny pack. It's like a, <laughs> <was> a belt. <laughs> no. <laughs> She's got like it's like a it's it's not a fanny pack. It's like a side bag. Uh, so does it loop around to her, her belt? It's like a, so it's, a bandolier. It's attached to her belt. It's like a it's like a you know side quiver you'd put on your belt, but it's a bag. It ties to your belt. It doesn't act yeah. as your belt. Correct. Okay. Well, that's tricky i don't know how to just remove an object from a person oh i can do that you can yes Mm -hmm. well they don't call them flax and rogue for nothing then that's not quite my name okay (laughs) once she once you take this object from her how long do we have before she notices that it's gone like a second or like an hour it depends do we replace it with a different object she's gonna notice i can but how quickly um, if it looks and feels relatively similar. How could are be the we going to get a day. similar looking bag to this girl's bag? Do any of you have like illusion spells by chance to disguise you hear like a, a knock regular on bag? your door? Oh, shit. And then you hear a bit of a. 
Oh, that sounds like our lion friend. Uh, I walk to the door and crack it ajar. At this, uh, the lion stares at you uh, and burns a little brighter, and you can feel the heat coming off of his mane. Uh, and he kind ah. of... Come in, Mr. Fire Lion. And I open the door for him. Uh, all right. Uh, he walks in uh, and kind of looks the room over and gives it an approving nod. Uh, and at this, uh, he turns to uh, Ishmael uh, and says... A bag, just like hers, that you wouldn't notice if you replaced. Were you outside just listening to our conversation? I was informed that this room was very soundproof. (laughs) How'd (laughs) you do that? He looks a little bashful. (laughs) All right, what what do you got? Extendable ears. (laughs) Uh, At this, uh, so, uh, hey... Flaxen, make me a insight check. Okay. Or Arcana. Uh, do I choice. auto fail it if I can't find my dice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's I'm using the app because just use the roll twenty thing. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, what am I rolling? D twenty. Uh, yes. Yeah. For insight or uh, Arcana. Uh, I will do insight. Well, did it work? Oh. Yeah, it did. You got a nat one. <laughs> nat one! Uh, all right, yeah, you have no idea how he was able, able to hear through these walls. You haven't the slightest clue. It's baffling. This place is soundproofed. It's, it is baffling. I no longer am that interested, though. <laughs> what, what is it, Lion? Do I know this guy's name? Does it matter? Uh, you don't, and it could. You could ask him if you want, but... We want that bag, that look-alike bag. How do we get it? Look-alike bag. Well, I uh, happen to know that the warden's daughter has a very similar one. She has a backup, uh, a second one. She keeps it on her ship. Her ship's guarded by a couple of uh, bone elementals, but I, when I was retrieving some of the lost items, uh, he coughs, uh, managed to find the key. Uh, and uh, he coughs up like a hairball, uh, a small uh, golden key with a skull where the the little bit at the end is. Inside her boat, uh, if you mash down whatever elementals she's got inside, uh, they'll all be desummoned and won't be able to tell her what happened once they're reformed. Bone elementals are a bit thick. If we can just get on her boat, then let's just get out of here. Yeah, it's hard to argue with that. At that, the lion smiles and says... You should certainly take her boat and run. I'm sure you'll get far. I Why wouldn't get we? the sense that we're not good enough at uh, at manning a boat to outrun the prison's defenses. Nonsense. How big a boat is it? I could sail it. I could how, sail it. How would Avalyn, they know? you know that to certainly be true. If the warden's daughter's boat started leaving the prison with not the warden's daughter on it, uh, it would become immediately apparent that all the defenses of the uh, w- the prison would be after you. And there are much faster boats than uh, uh, a small one, a small transport ship. There are very tiny little ships as well as big elementals that can course through the waves uh, and take down a ship of that size. Uh, you know that most ships uh, getting away from the uh, uh, getting, getting away from it in a, a ship as small as the warden's daughter's, um, there's no way in the world that you'd be able to make it away from the defenses, Avalon. Also, one well-placed fireball, and that ship goes up in flames. All right. It's just... We have escape this close, and we're not going to take it? 
There's got to be a way. Why does she have a her own decoy bag? She doesn't have a decoy bag. She has a backup, I guess, in case it rips. She's 15. I don't so know. We're just stealing that one? I would not recommend taking anything else if you plan to do a swap. And of uh, course, if you are looking to run away from the deal that we made, the lion says, looking at you, Ishmael, then the artsy boys might have a few things to say about that. Uh, what? From I have a boat say. with us. We have keys to a boat. Why are we still here? Keys. With an elemental, I happen to not like the idea of getting dunked beneath the waves by a fleet of warden ships. How else are you going to get out of here? That is not for you to know yet. You're not, not even for part me of the to game. Know. So you You're got not a even plan? I am not going to tell you. I suspect it may have something to do with making the other ships explode first. The lion says, what? stop guessing. You might get it <laughs> <Okay>. right. <laughs> I have a question. So with one or two elementals, could our small transport ship possibly outrun the big ships? Uh, definitely not. So at least you know about ships. When it comes to ships, there's different kinds. The 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 ships that you would be able, that they're gonna like send after uh, to to find people would be the old ships, um, ships uh, with names and ships that uh, have magical furnaces inside them, or they chuck magical items inside, or very powerful elementals uh, and consume their essence to hunt people down. Uh, a transport vehicle like the one that the Warden's Otter has probably doesn't have a magical engine and just relies on sail power or oars. Cool. Well, I, I tell that to everyone else. Interesting. Hmm. So, wait. I don't so quite follow. So we need we need a furnace to go fast? Is that what you're saying? Yes. Does her so, boat not have a furnace on it? Yes. No. Yeah, it doesn't have It would furnace. be like trying to run away from motorboats in a sailboat. Or a rowboat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or a yeah. dinghy. So, are you, run me through this one more time. Is the bag on the boat, that's the spare, yes. contain the same thing that's in the bag on our belt, or are we stealing it to then replace the bag on our belt? Steal the it to replace one. the bag on our belt. Correct. <sighs> okay. Multi-step heist. Yeah, lots of things could go wrong. What if well, What if we take it when she's sleeping? That would like eliminate a whole thing, like taking it what off if she of her wakes person. Up? Well, how yeah, long is this plan going to yeah, take? Let's let's be, let's contribute. How would we find her when she's sleeping? The same well, way we find her, her boat when she's, when her she's bed. sleeping. She doesn't sleep on her boat. She sleeps in the prison, I assume. Well, yeah, right. So if we're gonna be sneaking around and going somewhere, I'm I'm assuming we can just as easily find her asleep as we can find her boat. That said, we have a key to the boat. We do not have a key to her quarters. Someone's got to get friendly with her. Fat not chance me. we're prisoners. Which one of us is the best looking and youngest? The lion, the lion roars uh, <laughs> as if to say me. Uh, well then, it's settled. The lion will steal it. <laughs> <laughs> the lion says, I uh, know this is your chance to prove yourselves uh, in to join the artsy boys or die trying. Can't we just take the boat? In the middle of the night, when no one will see us, and by the time they know we're gone, it's we're we're long gone. I think there might be alarms and sentries. They would also, definitely catch us. I'd prefer a fast boat if we're gonna escape here. Day I'd or prefer night. one with an engine. Thanks. I'd also prefer to have allies once we leave the prison, as opposed to enemies that then come after us. 
Yeah, me too. I gesture to the lion in particular. Uh, all right, I, I sit down on the couch like, all right. Uh, so I guess that leaves me to sneak onto the boat. No, no, we're all going to the boat. Why are right. we all going to the boat? <laughs> if you're going on alone, good luck getting past the bone elementals there. We have to defeat the bone elementals. That part. The part that you will do by yourself is the is the switching of the bags later. Isn't Wait, so how will they not catch us when we fight bone elementals, but they will catch us if we leave with the boat? So I'll be alone. Perimeter alarms. I mean, bone elementals, they're th- that's people that will shout alarms, right? I don't think elementals that are bound will necessarily shout. We got to take okay. them by surprise. I was referring to I was referring to alarm spells. Right, but like people uh, are just as bad, aren't they? They likely don't have a direct form of communication with the warden's daughter. I look at the lion for confirmation. Can't like a uh, guard sound a, an alarm? Guards yeah, certainly imagine... could count sound an alarm inside the prison. I don't think the warden's daughter has prison alarms on her boat. I think the elementals there, there don't are, are more her. for her own security. Okay. Well, we need to get on her boat either way. Let's decide this when we get on it. Yeah, I, I like it. Let's wing it. Also, the more of us there are, the faster we are able to jump these guards and get rid of them. Indeed. Let's try to take them by surprise. Shouldn't be too difficult. Bone elementals are, as the lion said, rather thick. (sighs) Well, good luck, or not. He looks at you and then walks out of the room. All right. Are we also near the boat? So what's a good time to launch our attack? Sorry, go ahead. Who's getting the key out of the hairball? Because I'm not. My fire ant will do it. <laughs> okay. Sure. Can just incinerate the hairball. Until the key's all that's left. Neat. Your fire ant um, is easily able to grab the hairball. Ah, uh, well. I would say that... Doing this at night might be the best plan. Um... We likely will cause suspicion if we're running around in all of our gear during the day. That seems a wise proposal. Yeah, I would have to say so. That does leave the problem of how to meet up, given that we're supposed to be in our cells at night. So, we might not be able to do that. That's true. I was assuming that we had handled that part when I said, how are we going to get to her in the middle of the night? Did I make a, an incorrect assumption? Assumptions make an ass out of you and me. Oh, no, that's, that's very poetic. Did you come up with um, that yourself? No. <laughs> we could also try doing it during one of the meal periods. Yeah, I guess we'll have to do that. As soon as I'm done serving whatever we can dash on out. You know right. that the, the longest meal period would be dinner this evening. You'll have probably around an hour and a half um, before like start of mealtime to end of mealtime. Uh, and you know that the warden usually takes her meals up in the uh, the warden's office. The warden's daughter takes the meals up in the warden's office on the fourth floor. Um, so she certainly wouldn't be in her boat at that time. Very good. So dinner time it is. 
Uh, it shouldn't take me more than half an hour to serve, so that'll give us an hour to get in and out. Okay. I can volunteer to speed it up. Good behavior and whatnot. All right, can we know. cut to dinner time? Yeah, uh, so the day passes as you guys all uh, uh, are eventually sent back to your cells in the middle of the day. Um, and then also during the day, there's a bit of like free time for activities. Um, as, of course, Miss Midgen's class uh, noted, there are several things that uh, prisoners need in order for continued uh, education, uh, learning, and then reintroduction into society. Um, so there's various activities that you can do. There's a, a badminton, uh, you know, what, what's it called? Court on the second floor. Um, and there's a, a small class that's teaching how to do watercolors uh, in the mid-afternoon. Um, so useful skills yes and uh also during this day um so as you guys are doing whatever you're doing maybe we can run down and say what are what are y'all doing uh over the course of this day uh while you're waiting for dinner time i'm looking for the owner of a rainbow fish book that lacks the scales <laughs> very good uh make me a what is it hunting for people what is that insight investigation investigation or yeah. is that like talking to people it's like talking let's say investigation people. you're trying to investigate to find out who has the scales in their missing book uh 15 you find that uh the person whose book uh had all of the scales missing uh has since been put in one of the void cells um you hear this from a member of uh what is it general science uh the gang out of block f uh, and so you're not able to get in contact with them, but you at least know where they are, and it seems like they have the book on them. Cool. I'll deal with it later. I am doing push-ups. So, Avalyn, as you're doing push-ups in your cell, you actually get a rap on your bars as uh, as someone comes up and says to you, Hey, are you Avalyn? Yes. That's a, a, me. a weasel-faced guard is on the door, and he's holding up like a, a sheaf of parchment that's rolled up around the bottom and has what looks like some official seals on it. He's, and he says, uh, "There's a visitor to see you down in the in the base floor." I uh, I stand up. Uh, uh, I naturally have been doing push-ups with my shirt off. Of um, course. So I am I am glisteningly sweaty. Um, and, uh, I, uh, I sort of throw my shirt over my shoulder and say, all right, who is this visitor? Uh, he leads you down to the, the visitor's room and it's a, a nice calm. It, it honestly, the interior of it looks very gardeny. There's a small pond, uh, with several fish in it, uh, and some, uh, plants around there, as well as a few terrariums that look like they have snails. Uh, at the, the table that you're sitting at is a small aquarium with goldfish in it. And on the other side is a face that you have not seen in quite a while. It is the Veristinia family, uh, legal assistant. Oh, Jesus. Ah, uh, been a while since I have seen you. Hello. You must be the, uh, the one in prison, is that right? Obviously. Hmm. I, I have here that I'm supposed to argue for your defense in an upcoming trial? Oh, it's upcoming. No one has informed me of a date. Well, I must say you don't have a very good chance. And why is that? Uh, because you killed your brother. What? I didn't think I was in prison for that. I was just exiled. They told oh. me I was just arrested for destruction of property. 
The case has changed. Shit. I believe a good portion of your family is pressing charges, though I was told that uh, I was handed... I don't know. A a couple of people from your family said uh, they're on your side, and then a couple were not, and then some things got a little dicey, so I took the opportunity to come out here and tell you myself, since it seemed like there was, you know, some bloodshed back at home. Wait, they came to blows over this? I saw it with my own eyes, sir. My goodness. What is your name, by the way? He sticks out his hand, uh, and uh, he it's a little bit greasy, uh, but he smiles, and you can see he's got most of his teeth. Uh, and he Why says, it it's greasy? What? <laughs> my name is Uzi. Uzi Fortuna. Uzi. Uzi Fortuna. Uzi. It's a, it's it's a it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Well, not in the circumstances, not in any circumstances. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met someone in your family, and it's been great circumstances. Well then, I assume that my family is paying you, so that I do not need to. Uh, they just they yeah. keep you on retainer, correct? No, so, yeah, some of your family is paying me. Some of the other ones Indeed. looked at me and said, I'll kill you soon as look at you next time I see you if you're going to speak to that black-hearted devil. So, hmm. uh, well. I've got a room up in the B&B upstairs, and I'm going to be starting to put together some of your case for the upcoming trial. But, uh, sorry, that's my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, he's got a small elemental cat uh, on his lap uh, as he's sitting there that he's patting. Uh, it looks uh, to be made entirely of bone. Well, um, so when is this trial? Uh, it's coming up in two weeks' time. Ah, well, I trust you to form the best possible defense. Perhaps if we were to meet up in a week. I don't think I'll need to speak to you before then. Oh, I've got a lot of files to go through, and evidence and written documentation, so yeah. Oh, a week sounds great. May I all come calling here again then? Sure. Uh, and with that, your conversation peters out as uh, he asks you just a handful of questions to recount what your side of the events looked like. Um, and uh, and he eventually retreats back to his room upstairs after taking a lot of notes and his skeleton cat falling behind. Um, what are the other three do- of you doing during this time? Ishmael's chilling in the cell. Yeah, I'm going to try to find a place to sneak off and test and perfect this blowgun made out of cardboard. For sure. Yeah, you can definitely spend some time. Uh, you can you can head out to one of the overlooks and shoot blow darts off the edge of yeah. the world. Make uh, sure it, it does at least one D one <laughs> one point of damage. For one sure. One D one. One D one. One sided. Virgil. Well, I'm not the strongest of readers, but I want to find a biology book because I've I've fought things with skeletons before, but never things that were just skeletons. So I'm trying to figure out if they got some kind of weakness or something. So biology books would often be kept in the cell block of general science. Uh, And as you head over towards that block, you can see that you get some pretty steely glares uh, from the general scientists uh, from that gang. Uh, And one of them even kind of flashes you a sinister look and, uh, and shows that he has a shiv under his blanket. I tip my hat to him. What do you want here? Looking for a book on bones. Can you help me? I don't know if we can help any folks that are looking to join a different gang in this block. We heard dangerous mutterings about you and your crew. 
dangerous is Rhett? Where are the books Intimidation at? check. Um, yeah, dangerous. What did, what did the carrots help me with? Uh, perception and insight. So not this. Definitely uh, not this. Four. Four. At this, uh, he lets out kind of a... <laughs> and he stands up with a shiv in hand. Uh, and uh, uh, he kind of says, You best be moving. We don't like the artsy boys around the science blocks. Does he mean leaving? Yeah. Look, man, I ain't even enlisted yet. I'm just here to weigh the options. Uh, let me see your books, and uh, I'll give you a little bit of information. Ooh, make me a persuasion check. And have advantage, because that's a great move. Fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, all right. Uh, with that, he stands up and he looks. He rifles through his shelf, uh, and he leans over and picks up uh, a... Uh, uh, a book that looks like it's uh, basics of mortal biology, um, a sixth graders retrospective. And uh, he uh, kind of hands it through the bars over towards you and uh, as well as holds out a hand. Uh, and he says, uh, it's in that case, it's a pleasure to meet you. I didn't know you hadn't joined up with the gang yet. Yeah, nothing's official. No, nothing's been signed upon or nothing. You ready for that bit of information? Oh, yes, please. The name's Vindy Volish. I'm one of the heads of the scientists. We, of course, don't have a single mob lord. We have a council of six, and we all democratically vote on what we do. That's very responsible. Yeah, we've had a lot of meetings about it. There's one this afternoon if you're interested. Can't say I'm not. And that information? The information is. Now, you're going to want to write this down because it's real important. It's going to help you later on in life. He pulls out a pencil. I lean in. When somebody offers to give you information, always ask what that information pertains to first. (laughs) He looks at you kind of speechless for a second, and then he kind of roars and reaches for his shiv and reaches out of his bars to slice you with it. (laughs) Can Uh, I, um... Dexterity save, for sure. Okay. And you have an advantage. You've got lots of time to react. Oh, in that case, 20. Not natural. 20. Oh, yeah. You leap out of the way and uh, uh, you hear the general scientists all getting pissy and riled up in their cages uh, as you are able to head back to your cell with a book in your hands. Uh, <laughs> easily breezily. <laughs> And that's what you all do for the afternoon, uh, and you meet back up this evening uh, at around the start of dinner time. Uh, the four of you are able to slip back into your uh, uh, cozy little storage room, uh, and uh, uh, all right, let's do this. Yeah, uh, Bristol kind of uh, looks at you, Avalon, and says, uh, "So, uh, dinner? You ready for it?" Of course, sir. Uh, he hands you a ladle and a bucket of pasta. Uh, I'm gonna serve that to people for them to enjoy. I volunteered to help speed it up. To help speed it up. Oh, cool. Uh, both of you together make me chef checks. Sh- chef checks? Yeah. Uh, you know, what that's cereal. sort of skill is that? Um, survival? Oh, boy. It's kind of cooking. Cooking is probably int-based. Could I just make an intelligence check of any kind? I rolled a nine. I rolled a 12. 
A 12. Uh, all right. It takes you a sizable amount of time to serve up the pasta. Somehow it keeps slipping out of your ladle uh, and moving around of its own accord. Uh, but within around 30 minutes, you're able to serve up everyone instead of the normal 45. Uh, and with that, you uh, are able to reconvene back at the room with an hour uh, to spare. Okay, let's go. All right. Yeah, I grab my equipment and get going. Yep. Excellent. Which way do you head? Is there a back way out of the kitchens that does not involve walking through the cafeteria? Uh, for sure. There is a stairwell inside the kitchens that would lead down through the various layers of the kitchens to the main floor. I would much rather go through there than go out with all of my gear past every rival gang member. For sure. Cool. Let's do that. Are you heading out trying to not be seen by the other chefs or are you just walking through that area? Ideally, let's not be seen. Okay, then I need everyone to make me stealth checks. Of course. Can I hide in one of those carts with the tablecloth over it? <laughs> 15. <laughs> 19 for Ishmael. 22. 19 for Avalon. 9. 9. Over half of you succeed, so you're able to jam Virgil underneath one of those carts with the uh, tablecloth over it, so no one sees it when he coughs. Uh, and, Cigarette uh, smoke and- comes out from the bottom. <laughs> And uh, the uh, the five of you are able to book it down the uh, stairs uh, past the fourth floor, the third floor, the second floor, all the way down to the first floor, the visitor's floor. Uh, there you can see that the, the visitor's room that you were in just recently, uh, Avalon, uh, is now vacant. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no one there except for an elemental uh, who seems to be standing guard uh, to the door, which you would guess is to the docks, uh, to the docks of the main tower. Um, This elemental looks like it's a uh, run-of-the-mill earth elemental security, uh, has chains on, uh, and is currently standing there kind of bored. But you can also see not far from him is an alarm uh, inside this prison uh, guarding the exit out. There's an alarm on the exit? Uh, There's an alarm nearby. There's like a pull switch. It's not on the exit, but it's on the wall next to the elemental who's blocking the door to uh, the docks. Uh, So is the pull switch in eyeshot of the guards? Uh, Yeah, just one guard. So I couldn't like sneak up and disable it? Uh, you could try. Uh, so the guard is facing like the the open doorway to the docks. So the guard is not facing the room. So he hasn't seen you guys as you're like just looking into the the visitor's room. Um, the uh, the switch is on the wall uh, to his right behind him. All right. I would like to attempt to disable the switch so that if they go to pull it, it doesn't work. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Make me a stealth check first. All right. Uh-oh. Stealth check is an 18. Uh, all right. Yeah. You're able to make your way through the tables and chairs and aquariums and fish ponds uh, over towards the switch. 17. Uh, 17. With a couple of deft strokes, you're able to cut the line <laughs> that seems like it pulls to the overall alarm upstairs that, that swings the bell up the floor. Uh, so if someone pulled on the thing, it would not ring. Sweet. If... That Does it look backfired. super obvious that it's broken? Uh, yeah, I know. And since it's D and D, it's not super obvious from the outside. Uh, but from the inside, if you opened up like the the main thing, you would see that the line okay. is cut. But sure, you'd yeah. have to actually be inspecting it. Right. So now let's uh, get rid of this earth elemental. Push the card into him. 
What? I don't think. Did we actually take a cart? Yeah, you've oh, got a cart. Oh, down yeah, the it stairs. Was terminals. It we took a cart downstairs. Uh, there's probably like a, a little like you know what, how they have those like things where you set like a wheelchair like a in it target. and it goes down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, there's it has like that. a there's a little thing where you can set it in and it wheels it down the stairs. We Just were like using those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um. All right, so what What do you mean, wheel the cart into it? Just, you serious? Just throw it at just, it. Just, just push just it. It's on him. wheels, right? Just give it a shove. Just do it. I'm going to charge forward with the cart, I guess. What if, we, what if we ride on the cart? Just like charging so at it like, like, like it's a shopping cart. Just yes. like, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then is I'm anyone on the in... cart? Is Virgil still in it or is Virgil out? Yeah, no, I'm still in there. I'm part of this plan. I, I, I jump on it. I jump on the cart. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Jump on it. So, Avalon, you're trying to wheel a cart with one person on it, one person in it, into this Earth Elemental. Um, uh-huh. Okay, sure. As, as you run towards it, uh, there is no illusion of stealth, and uh, the, <laughs> the Elemental turns around. Its head is a rhino, and it's got the body of a very buff machoke, uh, and it spins over to, uh, to like, grab it. Make me a opposed strength save... Good luck. I enter rage. I would imagine so. <laughs> Nat 20. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Very Aww. nice. You hurl the uh, the cart into the rhino, and immediately it, like, punches uh, him and flings him backwards down the stairs behind him. Uh, and he tumbles and crumbles into a pile of stones at the bottom of the staircase. Uh, that said, the cart also in front of you uh, goes flying down the staircase as well, having no time to slot it into the nice little neat wheel. Uh, and so uh, Virgil and... Uh, Flaxen, you're going to both need to make me constitution saves as you ride inside and up on top of a cart that's flying downstairs. 18. 18. Woo! You both brace yourself for the fall and take a mere two points of damage apiece. <laughs> as the Charm. cart literally crumples to pieces around you, it falls shattered to the ground. Uh, you gotta take and, the uh, rough with the smooth. <laughs> that's what they say uh and the uh uh the 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 cart crumpled on the ground all of you can hear the deafening noise that that made uh and you can Ooh. hear some muffled voices coming from upstairs uh of a couple of guards uh that are probably walking down to hear what just happened let's book it to well, the boat yeah i charged down the stairs well i was charging down the stairs as soon as i had hit the thing with the cart so as you guys are picking yourself up from the cart i am flying past you all right everyone make me like uh athletics checks to book it ishmael gets an 18 flaxen gets an 18 avalen gets a 23 15 for mr badwater rowan gets an 11 uh, all right. Uh, so in the order that you read it out, that is the order that you run down towards the docks. Uh, but it seems like you evade anyone having spotted you as you book it down the stairs, though certainly you have no time to pick up the cart nor the crumpled elemental uh, that is disassembled on the ground and certainly uh, has been destroyed and has to be resummoned by whoever uh, is controlling it. Uh, you run your way down this passageway uh, and burst out on towards the open front of the docks. Uh, you can see that sitting on the docks, um, there is a like grimy looking water elemental uh, that's currently sitting and uh, fishing. Do we see the boat? 
Uh, you do. So there's uh, a long pier, uh, and it seems like all of the other boats on this pier have been cleared off, probably to make way for the warden daughter, warden's daughter's ship. Uh, and the they are off on the piers that stick out from the two rectangular buildings off to your left and right. You guys are in the center of the V, looking back at the uh, continent in front of you. Uh, you uh, you can see that the ship which is covered in like black lace uh and it's a pretty small boat uh it's like a big sailboat with black sails got some nice skulls adorning the outside of it uh and uh on deck you can see that there are a couple of uh skeletons bone elementals that are just kind of walking back and forth um looking around kind of lazily sitting in the uh in the sunset this fishing water elemental are they in between us and the boat uh, they are, but they're not looking at you. They're just kind of sitting with their legs over the water, kind of fishing. Um, I'm still enraged, so I charge. Uh, okay. Uh, make me an attack roll. All right. Um, that is a 21. Uh, okay. Uh, you run forward towards the water elemental, heaving your greatsword forward. Uh, and as you do, the water elemental turns around and walks over and embraces you in some kind of a big hug. Uh, and you kind of sluice your way inside the center of the water elemental. Uh, and the water elemental kind of looks down at you happily. Uh, and you recognize this water elemental as the water elemental, uh, from the artsy boys, uh, who looks like he's out what? here, uh, fishing at the moment. Oh. What? Oops. We can just do that? That's an activity we can do is just leave the prison and go fishing? Definitely not. Uh, it seems like he probably <laughs> should not be here. Um, so he hugs me. Uh, he does. He says, ah, there you I are. incredibly awkwardly exit rage. <laughs> um, I, uh, what, are, what are you doing here? Where, where are we right now? What? Oh, you are at the docks, he says. You're already halfway there into our bunch. Oh, excellent. Um, or I guess a quarter of the go, way. Can we go through onto letting, the letting, boat? letting go of me? Hmm? Yeah, can, can, we need to get onto the boat. Certainly, yeah. I'm just here to keep an eye out and make sure that you don't uh, do anything fancy. He smiles. Uh, I've got a fog cloud I can cast on the boat. Sweet. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Okay, yes. yeah, I cast Fog Cloud on the boat. It's at a radius of 20, 20 feet, uh, and I center it on the on the deck where all the elementals are. Uh, awesome. As you cast your Fog Cloud, uh, you can see that a couple of the elementals kind of... Uh, uh, kind of let out like grindy bone on bone kind of like uh, and you can hear some prancing around of bones on the wooden deck uh, but you don't see any of them leave the fog cloud what does the pathway look like to the lower deck do we have to go up a plank to the upper deck and then through a door yes yeah, so there's like the the it's docked at like a stone uh pier that sits pretty close to the surface of the water. Um, and uh, at the end of it, there is a wooden plank that goes up to the deck of the ship. I run it up. Run, run uh, up onto the deck. Okay, into the fog cloud. As do I. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I find the edge of the boat, and I keep my hand on it, and I try to work my way around the edge of it to a door that goes underneath the decks. Sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, with uh, that, make me like a stealth with advantage. 19. 19. Yeah, you're able to to work your way around the edge of the ship, uh, and uh, it leads you to the door to the captain's quarters, which is on the upper part of the, the ship. The door to it seems to be locked. Do we have a key? Someone has a key, right? 
Yes. Oh, yeah, I have the key. The f- yeah. Okay, I wait here for Virgil Badwater. I run into the fog. <laughs> <laughs> I right. also run into the fog. As both of you do, both of you make me perception checks. 13. Avalon gets a 7. Did you add your carrot points? I did. Very nice. You got a 7? Mm-hmm. Okay. Virgil, you are able to see as uh, as your good friend Avalon uh, walks forward and is about to crash land himself into what looks to be a skeletal hyena, but grabbing the back of his coat, you're able to pull him aside uh, over towards the door and lead the rest of them over towards the door where uh, all five of you now stand in front of the door at the captain's quarters. Can you unlock it, Virgil? I can and I do. All right. Make me a dexterity save. Uh oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh no. 20. 20. As you open the door, uh, you see bones fly at you. Not just some bones, but a whole handful of them. A, whole, a hand made of bones. Inside the room, you can see a pretty large skeletal elemental, uh, a big bone beast uh, that looks like it has uh, the arms of two very different creatures and the head of a, a large snapping diametrodon um, and then a, a kind of spider-like legs that make it just a terror to behold. There's a joke to be made here. She has a lot of skeletons in her closet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Uh, and uh, the talon-like hand shoots towards you. What was your dex, Dave? Uh, it was a 17 plus 3. Oh, very nice. Uh, you are able to duck out of the way as its hand sticks into the, uh, the doorway, uh, into the door. Initiative, everybody. Virgil gets 15. Blackson got 13. Avalon also got a 13. My initiative mod is 6. That's better than mine, so... Rowan got an 18. Ishmael got 21. Nice. Uh, All right, so Ishmael, you go first. You can see this bone beast is sitting in the middle of the room. Uh, The room is littered with items that it would take a little bit of time to, like, scan through if you're trying to look for where the bag is. Uh, And you can also see that it's currently attacking uh, Virgil who's standing in the doorway. Though the doorway's big enough, you could squeeze past the both of them if you wanted to. I would like to squeeze past and search the room while hopefully the bone beast stays distracted. Uh, all right. You can make me a stealth check if you want to not be seen, or you can just take the attack as you run past it if you're trying to move with speed. Uh, if I take the attack, will he continue to attack me? Like, will I draw its aggro, or can I just no. run past and... It would just be like he'd swipe at you as you're running. Yeah, I'll take the attack. Okay. My AC is 11. It definitely hits you. Uh, Its head spins around 384 degrees uh, and then lunges down to bite you in the shoulder bone, which it does, dealing six points of damage. Okay. Good thing you had that chocolate. Yeah, if if you didn't have the chocolatey thing, you'd be unconscious. It was a raspberry thing. Thanks for the chocolate. I searched the room. Uh, Okay, make me a investigation. Five. Five. You spend a while looking around, and this room is full of all kinds of stuff. Uh, one of the things that you see in particular is it's full of a lot of alchemical supplies. Uh, there's a pretty big cauldron that's stuck in the corner, um, as well as a chart that has like uh, a triangle with all of its points connected and several other dots. Um, there's several other interesting arcane runes scribbled around the uh, uh, room, and then a lot of bones in cabinets. And then, of course, there's a few other uh, items full of things. There's a desk. Uh, that has some uh, shelving in it. Uh, there's a wardrobe. Uh, there's her bed. And underneath it, it looks like there is a box. Um, and then there's a pretty nice decorative patterned rug. Okay. 
I don't take any of these. Uh, I'll just keep searching. So that's my turn. Cool. Rowan. So as a D&D noob, I have a question. If I cast yeah. Bane, like, does that affect it during combat? Or is it like only for charisma type stuff? What does Bane do? I have no idea so what that So up to the three creatures you can see must make charisma saving throws. If a target fails, whenever they should make an attack roll or saving throw before the spell ends, they must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled. So yeah, that happens totally during combat. Uh, they'll they'll try and make their save, and if they fail, then that will happen every single round. Cool. Um, I'm gonna first duck behind the toughest person in this room, which is probably Avalon, and then cast Bane uh-huh. at the creature. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. What's what's your save? Your DC save DC thirteen. Uh, okay, uh, they fail. Oh so shit! As, what does your Bane look like? When you cast the spell, I say a, a short phrase um, that is really derogatory in my language, and it kind of looks like just a wave of like magic, like a magical stream coming out of my mouth that like hits him. Sweet. So yeah, your very Ooh. words turn into pain, uh, and you can see the bone beasts' uh, bones begin to brittleize. Or whatever. You they slow down. Adopted the dark. I was born in it. <laughs> yeah. The bone beast uh, spins its head over towards Virgil, uh, and it lets out like a. Or actually, it spins its head over towards you, uh, uh, Rowan, after having just insulted it, and it lets it unhinges its jaw and lets out a piercing screech that uh, rattles your very bones. Make me a Constitution save. Wait. So. Right. Rowan is right behind me now. Yeah. You would also make me that constitution save. Uh, of course. <laughs> Good catch. Thank you for reminding yeah. me. Thanks, thanks. Well, I was hoping that it would be just me and not her, but... Well, With yeah, a okay. screech like this, are all the other bone elementals on deck going to notice that we're here? Uh, in fact, so as you're looking at this... What's with these uh, questions, guys? Ishmael. Well, <laughs> I mean... Ishmael, as, as you see the screech, you actually don't hear any of the screech at all. It looks like it's very directionalized, almost like it's a cone of magic hitting a very tight, uh, tight beam. But he's blasting it through the doorway. That's true. So if it caught some one of the bone elementals on the deck in the beam, they probably would also have the negative effects of this attack. For me, I got a 12. Uh, Avalon gets a 23. Oh, Jesus. nice. Uh, so with the 12, uh, you lose uh, three armor class for the next minute. Okay. You lose nothing, Avalon. Cool. And then the bone beast uh, takes its talons and tries to attack you again, Virgil, with a 15. A hits. Dealing three points of damage. Uh, now it's Virgil's turn. I uh, whip out my freshly cleaned cast iron skillet and I swagger up to the bone beast knowing that sometimes bone things are weak to bludgeoning damage and I uh, swing it right into its uh, bony jaw. I love it. Make me an attack. Six. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you heave your cast iron skillet over your head uh, and uh, with a clang and a thunk uh, it slams into the side of the head which spins around 360 degrees and seems to suffer no adverse effects at all shucks <laughs> flaxen <laughs> i'm gonna sneak attack one of these skellies there's only one rapier at the moment yeah that's the one i'm gonna sneak attack uh with a 14 
14. Uh, yeah. So what side are you? Are you like s- slipping around behind it or are you staying yeah, in yeah. the doorway or where are you standing? No, I'm slipping around behind it um, so that I, if I do sneak attack, I need somebody else to be within five feet of it, which I I'm believe right there. is. Absolutely. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So I'm just going to sneak around behind and like stab him with my rapier. Stab the skeleton and rolling damage. That is a lot of damage. That's a 10. Wait, that's not even all my dice. Hang on. Uh, plus another four. Fourteen. Holy cats. Uh, where are you attacking it? Uh, right at the base of the net. Nice. Uh, you lean forward in a whish and a, f- in a, in a kind of a, a little bit of a snip. You uh, uh, slice off of its head and its jaw falls off. Um, it doesn't look like it's going to be able to use that screech attack at all anymore. Uh, and uh, it tries to screech and can't with its lack of jaw. Uh, and it kind of like flails its head around angrily. Avalyn. All right. Um, I say, Rowan, stay behind me. And I cast firebolts at it uh, with a... Are you a human? Elf. How do you have um, firebolt? Uh, high elves get a free cantrip. Oh, that's cool. So, and it relates to my backstory. Uh, that's a 22. Uh, a 22. You raise uh, your hand and you can feel the blood of the phoenix run within you uh, as a jet of fire streams out and hits the uh, phoenix. Where are you aiming? Uh, I'm aiming right for the like the center of its spindly body. Nice. Yeah, you hit it in its rib cage, uh, and it even pushes it back a little bit, so it drops Virgil, uh, and it kind of like uh, crumples as it, it tries to keep itself from falling completely to the ground. Um, I deal 10 damage. Woo! Very nice. Uh, you can see little jets of blackened, uh, like, sorry, a blackened squirt marked where the jets of flame hit it. Ishmael. I keep searching for the bag. Investigation, right? Sure. Where are you looking? There was the desk, there's the box under the bed, there's her wardrobe. Girls keep shit in their closets, right? Do I have time to check all of them? Uh, I'd say that in a round, you probably have time to search one of them. Yeah, I'll check the wardrobe. Uh, 13? Uh, yeah, uh, opening up the wardrobe, uh, with a 13, you can see that there are a couple of runes inscribed on the surface, uh, and you can see that, uh, you have to, uh, uh, lock it and then unlock it and then lock it again and then unlock it again before opening in order for them to not blast you, uh, when you open it. But you're able to easily work your way around that quick trap, uh, and inside you can see, uh, a ton of spare supplies, all of them 100% in black, uh, some of them with white specks, white spots, or white skulls, uh, and at the base you can see what looks like her backup handbag okay i uh i check it real quick for traps Ooh, good call make me a perception check (laughs) not 20 not 20 uh you do uh in fact not only do you see that uh you can see that there is uh uh a there's there are two dials at the base of the uh wardrobe under a, a loose uh, board at the bottom. Uh, one of the dials uh, says, uh, put the bone elementals to sleep in tape on it. And it has a little dash and a smile that says from Gramps. And then there's another one that says, uh, when you take my, or uh, it, it looks like the two dials, one of them will put all of the bone elementals on the ship to sleep. Uh, and then the other one uh, looks like it will uh, uh, turn off the traps in her room. I don't want to touch either of those because then she'll know we were here. I just want to take the bag and leave. Okay. You take the bag and close the wardrobe. Um, is that my full round or do I also have time to move? Uh, you have time to move. I want to run out of the room. 
Okay, the bone elemental will have a chance to take one more attack at you as you run past it. Uh, it gets a nine. Okay, then I'm, I'm good. Uh, all right, yeah, you're able to run back out into the fog cloud. Uh, next is Rowan. Um, I see Ishmael book it, and so I just kind of like slip out as well. I'm like, all right, everyone, time to leave, I guess. And I uh, slip out of that room into the fog cloud as well. Uh, all right, yeah. And with the both of you into the fog cloud, it seems like it's pretty easy at this point to navigate. Uh, the bone elementals, you can uh, you can see as you walk out Ishmael. Uh, they're both kind of huddled in terror on the ground. They're pretty spooked by this fog cloud. Uh, it seems like they're not fans of <laughs> weather effects. They're dumb, hyena. Uh, and, uh, and you're both able to slip your way over towards the dock. Uh, the bone beast, uh, now on the ground, takes one more chance to lunge. Uh, and this time it lunges at Avalon. Um, with uh, Nat 1. It lunges forward and sticks its talons into the wall where it currently is stuck. Virgil. Does that give us advantage on our next attacks against it? Absolutely it does. Okay, uh-huh. I'm going to try and, as its talons are like stuck in the wall, I'm going to try and just bring the skillet down and crack them in half. Alright. Uh, make me an attack roll with advantage. 22. 22, you bring your skillet down right on the, the top of the elemental, and with kind of like a shudder, uh, the whole elemental crumples down into bones that just fall to the ground, uh, and the elemental is uh, vanquished. And then I leave. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At this point, it's very easy for the rest of you to leave. Uh, yeah, I also leave. leave. Yep. Yeah, and with that, uh, the uh, uh, you're able to make your way back to the dock. Um, I'm running. Where are you running? Ba- back to the storeroom. To- yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's All right. Make your athletics checks. Not one for this kid. Uh, I got a nine. Avalon gets a 21. Rowan gets a 14. I want to just kind of play it cool. What? <laughs> hey, what okay. does that mean? What does, what that, does mean? that mean? <laughs> I'm not running. <laughs> oh, so you're not running. So yeah. the other four are... Okay, half of you succeeded, uh, so that's a group success. Uh, you're able to book it up towards the... Uh, uh, you, you run up into the visitor's room. Uh, you don't see anyone there at the moment, um, though it does, from your uh, point of view, look like uh, the alarm has been pulled, um, though you know it clearly hasn't actually activated anything. But someone must have come into this room, uh, found out that the earth elemental was in pieces down at the bottom of the thing, and then pulled the alarm before running away. Um, hmm. But you're able to run your way up through this room, uh, up the sets of stairs, all the way back up to the third floor kitchens, uh, where uh, uh, you can see there's uh, the dinner laid out for the people that are working in the back. Uh, and the chef kind of gives you a friendly nod as you all make your way back up through the uh, uh, through the kitchens towards the storeroom uh, where you're able to uh, to retreat in safety. Virgil, as you are walking up the uh, uh, the main way, uh, you see the uh, the water elemental kind of gives you a friendly nod uh, as you are uh, as you're casually sauntering back. Any bites? Oh, couple of bites. Looks like you got one too. He says, looking at your shoulder. All in a day's work. Say, uh, you wouldn't happen to be 
well, I know that Mondo Stones, as soon as you guys are all initiated into the uh, uh, into the group, is going to be looking for a, a captain of your squad. Um, you seem to have a sizable... Uh, not sorry, not sizable. That would be insulting. A knowledgeable head on your shoulders. Have you ever thought <laughs> about uh, a position of leadership? I've always been something of a lone, lone oarsman, but uh, can't say I have. Well, there's not a lot different between being a captain of one ship with one crew or a captain of a ship with five. I'd recommend you start thinking about it. Your life once you join the Artsy Boys. Well, there's only one way up. Which way is that? Uh, uh, you know, uh, leadership, uh, I guess. Uh, the, the other way up is the pipes. That's how I get through the prisons. Uh, he pats you on the back and walks over towards the drain spout where he jams himself in and starts uh, swooshing back up to his cell. Uh, best of luck to you. Hope to be seeing you soon. Right back at you. You casually walk into the visitor's room, and at that point, you can see that there's actually a couple of people now in the room. Uh, there's a couple of guards, the weasel-faced guard, uh, as well as uh, uh, a couple of other ones are kind of looking around. And as you walk in, all casually, make me a deception check. Oh, boy. 14? 14. Uh, you kind of walk in, and they all kind of look over at you. Uh, you not looking suspicious. Uh, all the the only person that comes over is the weasel-faced guard, who walks over to you uh, with kind of a paper on a board and says, "Hey, any chance you saw someone come around here, shove an el- earth elemental down the stairs, break an alarm clock or alarm switch?" Uh, sorry, it's just out, out for a smoke. Ah, oh, yeah. You tell me about it. All right. Well, you best be getting back to your cell. I think they're going to want to shut down after seeing someone's been doing damage. I'm on my way there. Say no more. Let me know if you see anything. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and with that, you're able to to walk out of the room uh, without too many furtive glances. And you, uh, you make your way back up to the store room as well, where the other four of your pals are waiting. What's next? Well, we uh, we need to get close to the warden's daughter. Specifically, we need to get uh, Flaxen close. Um, I could ask uh, to uh, serve food up in the B&B instead of down here. Are you on track for a promotion? Uh, you should ask for a promotion. I suppose I could. What if we gave her a reason uh, to come down and do another uh, inspection? Yeah, no. That always ends up really badly. Could work. Well, she's actually... She uses her bag during that, doesn't she? But that would be the time we'd... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> create a diversion. Well, uh, well, we could always start a prison riot. Sure could. I like the sound of that. That sounds kind of fun. Though, uh, whoever has the highest sleight of hand can potentially switch out her bag when her back's turned during inspections. That's another way we can go. I think she's holding it during inspections. Is that what we have determined? It's on her belt during inspections. Oh, well, then that seems like the perfect time. I could do that pretty easily. She could be inspecting a cell. That person won't point any fingers, could go a little buck wild and uh, distract her. I don't know if anybody has a history of throwing tantrums in their cells. Uh, I'm sure I have no idea what you're talking about. So, uh, Flaxen uh, and Ishmael are in the same cell, right? 
Yeah. One of you could run a diversion while the other one perform a sleight of hand while her uh, back's turned to the other person. Uh... Or we can go the prison riot route. Up to you guys. Prison riot could be a plan B. <laughs> if things go sour. <laughs> prison uh, riot might be a plan B. Nah, I'll make... I'll figure some kind of diversion out. Sure. And with that, uh, the five of you uh, are able to return post-dinner break easily within your 45 minutes of time uh, back to your cells. Uh, plan in place for the next inspection uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, and the night is long before uh, the morning comes uh, when the the next round uh, of inspections will happen uh, and the, the chance you will have to nab the bag from her belt. Meanwhile, on the on the upper side of the uh, prison, uh, just outside the giant glass dome where the bed and breakfast is sitting, uh, a strange sight is seen at the pool. Everyone, all the bed and breakfast goers, are hanging around the pool, uh, eating their hot dogs and carrots and raspberry yogurt, and uh, uh, they're all keeping it casual, keeping it cool, keeping it fresh, uh, when a couple of them spy uh, a bad cloud on the horizon coming in, which is rare, since, of course, uh, the weather wizard usually keeps that away. Uh, but slowly they all kind of pack up their things uh, and return to their rooms except for one who was dozing off laying down on his uh, long beach chair sipping his pina colada but when he wakes up he will find himself surrounded by the fog never to leave again 